Hey guys, welcome back to Top 5, brought to you by Define Talent. We are a results-driven service working with clients to connect them with quality talent as well as working to make an impact within the recruiting industry. We talk straight about today's professional world with real-world professionals, experts in recruitment, and job seekers, business owners alike. Have a question for us? Send it in and you might spur our next conversation. I'm Tara Thurber, Director of Talent Innovation here at Define Talent. Joining me today is a founder of multiple businesses, organizations, and events. Aaron Price, CEO of Tech United and founder of Propellify, is going to share his top five tips for the modern entrepreneur. Aaron, hey, how are you today? I'm great. How are you doing? I'm doing wonderful. I know people um, can't see us, but you got some super cool glasses on, so you're setting the tone right. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much. Um, so let's just kick this off. Your background is extensive, to say the least. Um, can you share with us? Just let's start with the beginning of your story. Uh, the beginning of the story. I've been, you know, to me, entrepreneurship runs in my veins. Um, I was the guy doing, you know, snow shoveling around my neighborhood and selling lemonade and those <laughs> sorts of things. And in my first, uh, my brother and I patented a weightlifting device in high school which turned out to have no real commercial need, but it was a really fun and interesting experience. My first real tech company was in college in 1998. Started a company called Deliver You, which was online food ordering like long time ago, 20 whatever, five years ago, and flip phones and flip pagers and a whole different <laughs> And uh, anyway, that's this, I could keep going, but the start is, is I've always been really interested. And, and to me, the 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 web in particular like like the world wide web the internet right right it was a dramatically like democratizing scalable opportunity or, or platform that i was i was fascinated with from you know web 1 in you know just as we're getting to know you as well with starting with the world wide web and just you being an entrepreneur from out of the gate you know let's kind of put you on a little bit of the spot though i think you might be able to tell me describe yourself in three words um fun ambitious um the third word i struggled with because you prepped me for this question i wasn't sure where to go <laughs> um i i think um empathetic oh that's I like, like a that. very that's a trendy word, but I, I believe that to be true anyway. I love that. Um, becoming an entrepreneur, yeah, is not easy. That's for sure. And you know, I, after knowing, getting to know you as an individual and as a business owner, um, for you, what are some of your strongest motivators for yourself, for your team? What gets you out of bed in the morning? Well, those are different things. Um, the, the motivator for me to become an entrepreneur was what I would call now a, a fallacy of freedom. Right. Um, that I want to be able to control my my time and my life and the way that I was I was you know, that, I, that I spent my time. Right. Um, my dad is a doctor, and I was very aware, especially when I was younger, how demanding of a career that was and how little control he had over his time. Mm -hmm. I thought, well, maybe if I do this other thing. Um, I have a lot more um, control over those sorts of things. I, I think entrepreneurship is does, to be successful requires an insane time commitment that uh, 
just doesn't quite give you that same sense of, of freedom, perhaps on you know a giant financial exit, the opportunities come up that or, or things get a little easier. Right. But um, the, the drive for me started out that way about control of time. Um, now my drive is a lot more around, you know, my family, my legacy, the impact that you know the organization that I'm working on has in the community or you know in the world. Um, for my team, I, I, you know, I hope that that impact piece plays a significant role. I think we do, you know, our, our values are ambition, accountability, and fun, not so far off from my own, you know, personal notes. Right. So I, you know, I think we are ambitious. I think we are accountable. And I do think we have a lot of fun. And so I, I hope those are the things that drive people here. That's really awesome. And I like how, you know, control, control of time is huge in, in a lot of people's worlds. And, as as you're an entrepreneur growing in today's day and age, there's a lot of um, sort of looking for. There's a lot of competition out there, and people are struggling to control that time. I find, but I think what I what I also see is people become our entrepreneurs because they're passionate. They're passionate about what they believe in and. As long as they're able to drive that, it's the control kind of allows them to tailor that as they need. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, it we it do have control over the things that we focus our time on. Yeah, and how creative we can get on you know different projects, and when we get interested in something, we have the flexibility to pursue it. Yeah, it's great. Um, the bigger the organization gets. Or the more or bigger or more stakeholders in our case, you know, we have a large board and other right. sponsors and just a variety of stakeholders. Um, managing the uh, managing those state those stakeholders can be can be a challenge. Yeah, yeah. It, it can also be a super, <laughs> super gratifying, and they can all be right. awesome. But it's yeah, I, I think for early you know, for people who are considering entrepreneurship or who are early in their entrepreneurial careers, I think there is this. Um, there's a potential like glamorization of what does it mean to be doing this? And you're this like high flying tech CEO person. And that sounds yeah. awesome. You raise millions of dollars. It, it's, it's difficult. Things are difficult for a reason and they can be extremely wearing on an individual, on an organization, and they can be extremely gratifying for that individual and for that organization. I'm not trying to discourage anyone. I just think people should go in with a clear understanding of, um the level of effort required to be successful is, is significant in, in anything being an entrepreneur or anything else right um currently you know going back as a founder of propellify um it's one of the most if not the most tech networking event successful tech tech ne networking events of new in new jersey um can you just share with the audience a little bit about the history of Propellify and what's maybe in the future for Propellify? Sure. So it, it kind of goes back to that origin story. Yeah. In 1998 and 99 and 2000 and you know, early internet days and or my early tech entrepreneurial days, right. it was a very isolating career path for me. Most of my friends were doing more traditional things at the time. And so... Uh, I'll skip ahead a few years. You know, we had I had some big wins, a few things that kind of didn't go anywhere. But I was not 
it was not being pushed and I certainly needed mentorship. And so I got involved in the New York tech community a bit. And for the first time at a New York startup weekend thought like, you know, these are my people, these people get what I am trying to do. And there were very, there weren't that many of us. So we were just all in one room and it was amazing. And so I started the New Jersey tech meetup in Hoboken because that's where I live and currently still live. Yep. And it just exploded kind of by accident or, or certainly not on purpose. Um, and that grew into why don't we do something much, much bigger for the tech community here? Why, you know, why, why are we all flying to other places? There's plenty of us here. And so we launched the Propellify Innovation Festival in 2016. And uh, my hope was we'd have 3,000 people attend. We had 8,000 people attend. Gary V was our, you know, was our inaugural keynote that year. And mm -hmm. it's been growing each year. And then in 2019, it got acquired by what was called the New Jersey Tech Council. It's now called Tech United New Jersey. Yeah. And uh, it's been an awesome ride. So what's in store for it now is how do we take, you know, what we thought about a lot last year after the event was, first, we've been doing a relatively similar format now for several years. We just want to shake it up in general. Also, with an event of that scale, how can we create more small room networking opportunities? And so how yeah. can we create sort of events within the events or at least opportunities within the event where we're getting the right people in the right room at the right time? And so there's a lot we're thinking about this year about how to make those sorts of interactions happen. It's fantastic. I'm excited for this year. And it's being at Propellify 2022 and just seeing the innovation and the expansion, especially after COVID. I mean, you guys didn't have it one year, right? And then you had it, but it was, I think it was just at a lesser scale. Am I correct? And now- yeah post covid in a the post covid world of you know i don't even want to go into the craziness of this or that but for propellify and what you're trying to do next how are you innovate how are you kind of expanding these ideas with virtual on site are you kind of expanding out of that or opening that thought I don't. So I think, you know, it's such an interesting time where we've all thought about sort of this future of work and how we individually would like to work and show up. We have pushed to the limits on online experiences. And I'm very proud of the work that we've done. We, we in, Yes, in 2021, 2020 and 2021, we were virtual. I thought we did a great job given, you know, where the world was and the tools available. Um, but in-person events, just I, I don't think that that can be replaced. That experience and in, in the certainly the serendipity of bumping into people in a live experience. I mean, literally the touch, feel, smell, the actual experience of a live event. Um, so I, I don't expect us, ever, you know, to replace that as a live as a, as a virtual experience. As an organization, we're doing lots of things virtually, but Propellify itself, I don't expect to be uh, to change. We, you know, we do tend to stream it. We want it to be accessible. But really, our focus is on that in-person event and how do we maximize the experience for all those who are there and, and how do we make it a, how do we really push the limits of what that means? So yeah. I like to say it's like the most fun business event you'll go to. It's still a business event, but, you know, we did hiring interviews on a Ferris wheel one year. Yeah, I remember that one. <laughs> Dunk tanks. You know, we try to make it, we, we've all been to these very stale conferences. Yeah. And we just want to make sure that, you know, if you spend your time with us for that day, you get a lot out of it and it's really enjoyable. It's enjoyable and it's memorable. Um, for all of the ones that I've ever attended and, and people that I've spoken to that have attended Propellify, 
there's so many memories that come out of it and you're still talking about it days, weeks, months later. And then it's the next year and you're like, so when's Propelify coming up again? Make sure you get it on the calendar, you know? So I know there's, there's that and being together on site, um, you're right. It's there's magic. It's the energy that comes from it. It's the energy of the day um, that really can explode and create even bigger and better memories for people. It is that X factor where I describe it as the magic that happens when you bring everyone together, because that really is what it is. You can't define, you know, you can talk about great speakers and great networking opportunities, but that feeling that happens when really excited, ambitious, interesting people get together is, is an extremely unique thing. And then we have really cool fireworks at the end, which, you know, for me, like kind of caps it all off. I mean, the fireworks this past year were mind blowing. So they were pretty I... baller fireworks. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. I thought they were over. That was over like three times. And he just kept going. So that was pretty awesome. <laughs> it was, it was. So for our younger entrepreneurial listeners, can you share one of your failures or some of your weaknesses and perhaps how you overcame those obstacles? Um, failures or weaknesses. I mean, even though we had an exit from Deliver You, the company I shared with you earlier, you know, that company, mm-hmm. it did not turn into Seamless or one of the, or Grubhub or some of the others that, that in my view, sort of could and should have. Yeah. And so I, I don't look back at it with regret, but I'm, I, there were many things I would have done differently, including surrounding myself with more mentors more deliberately earlier on, raising capital when we were sort of steered away from it by a, a professor at school who had his own personal you know, experience with that that didn't go so well. But we really could have used the money and the mentorship. Yeah. Um, so that was that was disappointing. I mean, I, I had uh, I, I had another business where I sold harley davidson motorcycle parts primarily on on ebay um which started as like a little side hustle and really exploded it's a long story but the- <laughs> what haven't you done <laughs> <laughs> i sold excess inventory for for retailers but harley davidson motorcycle parts became a really strong category mm-hmm. the company was called moto recycle the mistake there was leveraging ebay and not building a direct consumer brand so the barrier to entry for someone else to get involved in that were very low. Anyone can go still today, obviously, and post on any of these marketplaces, including eBay. And if I had, if I was, it, it was a great business. We were kind of printing money. We sold things very quickly, high demand products, super high margins. It was great. But there wasn't a lot of value in that business um, because we didn't actually create a brand. We really just leveraged the marketplace. Okay. So that was... You know, again, it, it was a mistake. I mean, it worked well at the time, but it would have been worth investing in a direct consumer brand. Um, I, I'm, I'm sure we could have built a lot more value in that company if we if we became known as Motor Recycles, the place to go buy these things. Right. And having that brand. I think that's great advice um, for anybody that's kind of out there putting themselves out there to build something. Um, as the CEO and fo- and business founder, how are you how do you create the perfect team that will align with your principles and create success and i know you had mentioned um tech united's tech united's principles how are you finding how are you building that perfect team to make sure you uphold those principles so first i'd say we have a fantastic team the second i would say is i don't think i'm great at hiring you asked about weaknesses and i get excited about people who want to work with me. Right. And I look 
I tend to overlook their weaknesses or their misfits for that particular role in our organization. And I've made hires where I just get excited about the, the, the root of this is for a long, 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 long time, I couldn't afford anywhere near a market rate of a salary. So anyone that got even remotely interested in this sounds like a cool thing I want to get involved was very exciting for me because I really needed the help. And I yeah. still carry around that, 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 that thinking, even though we now can within reason afford people at a, at a reasonable market rate. And so I think that's a, a weakness that you know, I'm working on when you asked that question earlier. The people yeah. that we have that, who are around the team of Tech United, I, I, they they represent the spirit of the community. This is this is a community of people who you know we can. It's a give before you get kind of. Yeah. Uh, you know, somebody sitting across from me here now was a volunteer at Propelify many years ago, and now works with the organization. Uh, Jasmine, who I, you know, who I know you know, is is a rock star in the team comes from the tech world, ran her own tech events, had a very similar spirit around like, let's make these fun and awesome. And also has a very high bar of excellence and ambition, which I think works really well in our organization. Yeah. So as, as much as I can attract people who I think see, who, who aren't in it purely for themselves, who see the benefit of raising the bar for the tech community, that we that in doing so, we can help elevate the region, um, who want to have fun in the process. I, you know, when I, I do my best to seek out those people and I do my best, I don't know if I'm always great at this, at, at letting them do what they do best and not getting in the way. That's a hard thing to do, but that's that's constantly on my mind. I love that. And, you know, having a small team, it's even more important because you want to hire those people that have the same beliefs and have the same um, fire in your gut almost right that you want but you also want them to have their own fire that's going to excel them as an individual on the team but also bring the team up to another level as a whole right and that's just from knowing you and working with the team at tech united i see that and i can feel that in everybody that i speak to so you know you're definitely doing something right there um and i you know there's ups and downs i i get that um, and it is a matter of finding those right people. And when you can find those right people, you, you feel it, you feel it from within and you can have those people join with the fire and know that you don't have to watch after them. You don't have to, you know, micromanage because that's not who you are or the team is. It's really coming together as a team, not an individual self. The, the, I mean, the, the people around the team, that is the game. That is the company yeah. that the, yeah. the, the building work will follow, you know, the sum of the parts. That's, that's it. And I, th and I think entrepreneurs tend to make a flaw that they can do everything. It's when you really lean into the idea of empowering the people around the table that you actually can be significantly more successful. 100%. I couldn't agree more. I know we're coming up on time. I want to ask one more big question. Um, building off of the modern entrepreneur, if you could speak with one person from history, who would you speak with and why? This is a question I really struggle with because there are so many, you know, I... like Christopher Columbus seems like an interesting one. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I couldn't imagine, the, 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 in particular, you know, that Christopher Columbus, because I can't imagine the idea of going off on some voyage where you are thinking there's an excellent chance you're going to, to not make it. Yeah. And what may or may not you discover on the other end of this. 
And uh, you know, I mean, to me, entrepreneurship is there are parallels. It's it's you know, it's not life threatening, but there are you know, it's a very high stakes game. Um, uh, to me, I'd love to understand the the thinking and the courage. I a lot of you know, I have two young daughters, and we don't say this much now, especially when they were younger and they were little. You know, people they would get upset about something. We talk about like, okay, is this a big problem or a little problem? <laughs> I need that <laughs> sometimes because there are people dealing with big problems, real problems. Yeah. And for the most part, I don't have many of those in my life, but it can feel, especially as a, a business leader, like all of these things are big problems. Yeah. And so you, I'm reminded of that in the Christopher Columbus sense of like the scope of that endeavor versus, you know, the things that many of us are trying to do um, helps keep it into, in perspective. I love it. Oh, Aaron, I love it. Just to wrap this up, I would love it if you could share your top five tips for our modern entrepreneurs out there. Top five tips. Um, Number one is follow up. There's no doubt in my mind that the reason I've been successful and whether it's sold deals or attracted great speakers um, is persistence so you specifically use tools like follow up then dot dot i think it's follow up then dot com but there are follow-up tools that will bring to the back of your the top of your inbox yes where there's a whole bunch of these um emails that uh, you know x number of days later if the other party hasn't responded follow up is king um make the you use tools on the internet to make it your superpower so you know whether you're using you know, Trello or ChatGPT, or I just shared followup then uh, .com or a bazillion of others. Make sure you're thinking about how, you know, you only have so many hours in the day. How do you leverage the tools available to you to get, to get more done? Um, if you can't afford people, use a site like Upwork or Fiverr and uh, some specific advice there, which is be extremely clear on what you're looking for. I've done a lot of work on Upwork. I know a lot of entrepreneurs who, who you know use the platform. My recommendation is post the full job as what you're looking for, but the actual service you're looking for in that first hire is a subset of you know, whatever you can afford for that first piece of it. It's a $500 chunk of the larger scope of work. Hire three people to do that scope of work and then see how that goes. Because you'll find likely two of them will make promises that they miss. One of them won't respond to an email. And then the third one will probably do a good job. Yeah. Or, or if they're all good, you'll get a good sense of their work product regardless and be able to move forward with one. Um, Upwork can be a major hit and miss uh, marketplace. So make sure you're really crystal clear on your expectations. Um, go with your gut. There, Every scenario that I've looked at and, and you know, had to fire someone or gotten to, you know, a client relationship didn't work out, whatever it is, every one without fail, I can look back and say, you know, I knew I saw this, I was trying to make this work and I thought I could. And especially as an entrepreneur, you want to sort of will it into existence. But let those things go or listen to your gut on, on you know, the people or the relationships of the clients that maybe aren't the right fit. Focus on what matters. Focusing. So that that's the next one is focus on. I forget what I'm up to. I might this might be four, but focusing on what matters. Like, again, 100 percent. The reason I was successful, especially the first year for Bellify, is I. I uh, tuned out every single thing in my life in that particular year, the first year, probably a little too much, including some, some, you know, personal things, yeah. but I was had obsessive extreme focus on what I needed to do and how I needed to get there. 
And again, easy to be pulled and distracted into a variety of other things, but focus, I think, is is king. Is that four? I've got follow-up. Um, and then I also I the work smarter, not harder, using other um things out power. there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um upwork fiverr, go with your gut, focus on what matters. So we're at four or five. Give us one more. Give us an extra. I would one. add to the upwork <laughs> and, and leveraging, uh, you know, technology using tools like virtual administration services. I use fancy hands for a variety of things. Things, you wait, tools and services to get things off your plate. Fancy hands is real people who do small tasks at five dollars a task. I send yeah. them, a t- maybe it's eight dollars a task, whatever it is. But I send them a ton of stuff. I, I, I don't know because I pay monthly for a certain number of tasks and I forget what it. <laughs> but it's extremely reasonable for research, for data entry, for a variety of things. Uh, the fifth one I would say is, um, it really should be the first, which is make time to enjoy the wins for many, many years. I think part of what comes with a strong ambition is you always want more. The yeah. problem with that is anything can have a more element to it. So you win some, $100 client, you want the $500 client, turns into a $100,000 client, you want the million dollar client, whatever it is. And I have had that, I think, curse my entire career. And more recently, this, I've made a very active effort to try to stop, even for like a literal moment. It's not, doesn't mean you have to stop and, um, you know, all of a sudden your guard is down, because I think that's the, the, the reason that I didn't do it. But I've stopped for a moment to try to really celebrate those wins. And I think entrepreneurs need to do Probably we all need to do more of that, but certainly I. <laughs> um, it, 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 complacency is one thing, but there's nothing wrong with like taking a moment and celebrating that you, you know you got somewhere. Definitely, I love that. I think celebrating everybody needs to celebrate a lot more than they do today. Slow down for a quick second, give some high fives, do a little dance, and then Have keep some- going. <laughs> Take like a real mental, you know, take the deep breath and the mental note and like enjoy yeah. it. And, and then, yeah, get back to the 8,000 emails. But like that, right. that's an important thing to do. So. Awesome. Uh, Aaron, well, thank you so much for joining us today. I'm so happy we were able to kind of steal you away for a couple of minutes. And um, I'm excited for getting this out there. And I'm looking forward to what 2023 holds for Tech United and Propelify. Thank you. It's great to be with you. And if any of those who are listening are curious, it's October 5th on the Hoboken Waterfront. Yay. Hofi.com. And they'll see you there. All right. Awesome. Thanks, Aaron. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. We are Define Talent, a Define Logic service coming to you at top five. Make it a great day.